Welcome to the Evernorth Podcast. Hope you're all having a great day. Now let's get into it. Connor Matheson, thank you for coming on to the Evernorth Podcast. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So for those of you that don't know, I am actually staying in a house in Duluth with Connor. So that's kind of how we met. And so that's kind of how I know him. So Connor, for those of you... For those that are listening that don't know who you are, maybe you could just give a little background on kind of your life at yeah, this point. Sure. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm originally from New Jersey. That's so where I was born and raised. Um, was there until I guess like 18. Um, went off to school in Canada, um, and then since then I've kind of bounced around, done some traveling, um, and most recently landed in Chicago, um, where I'm living, but um, I can actually work remotely sometimes, so I'm up here in Duluth training for a race. Yeah. And so in Chicago, um, I, I know you've kind of touched on you're actually doing bookkeeping for a firm, like a company in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you mm-hmm. just kind of want to expand on the company that you're doing it for. Yeah, yeah. So I work for a theater company, um, and they, like... I guess they're a touring theater company, um, so they don't actually like have a theater. They just um, they're hired to go out to um, you know universities usually in America um, or different festivals, and they also perform internationally on on tours that are yeah just kind of put together by different presenters. Um, and so what I do is um, their bookkeeping, so just kind of keeping track of all their expenses. Um, putting them in the right place, keeping it organized. Um, and then I also do some more like administrative work. Um, also just kind of like generally to keep them organized and, uh, and take some of the work off the plates of the, the artists who need to spend so, their time doing other things. So the company, what are they exactly like their film? So I know you kind of mentioned yeah, yeah. their overhead projector type. Yeah. Of yeah. Like so it's, they're, they're called manual cinema. It's really cool. Um, and they do live cinematic shadow puppetry. It's, it's kind of like the, specific so thing. It's kind of different, I guess, into like today's world of what you think of as like kind of filming. I oh yeah. Guess. Yeah. It's a totally fascinating like medium. Um, it's all, it's all totally live. It's not like recorded. Like you can watch videos online. Um, but ideally you would see them live in person. There's a live band. Um, they write their own music. Um, and yeah, like the there's kind of like a finished product that's on a screen above everything. But if you look down at the stage, you can see everyone um, running around and, and moving, moving the puppets to create that finished product. So it's, it's really cool to watch. You kind of like want to see everything multiple times because you don't know if you should just watch the people or just watch the finished product or watch the band or what. It's, yeah, it's really cool. So um, when is your like next upcoming event? Um, Dubai. Yeah, I mean, the next like big thing that's happening is they're doing a run of um, one of their newer shows in Chicago. Um, I don't know exactly when it starts off the top of my head, Um, but I think it's like either end of June or early July that that run starts. Um, It'll be through the summer. So like what what kind of made you want to get into like bookkeeping more? Is that something Um, that just kind of interests you right off the bat from college or... I know you said your mom is an accountant, so yeah, that yeah. kind of interest you? Yeah, I definitely, I enjoy kind of like working with books, I guess, um, just kind of moving numbers around um, and, and keeping things 
tidy. Um, I think really like it's kind of figuring out a way to use my degree, I guess. Um, so I have the business degree and I <clears throat> wasn't and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it. Um, culturally, I wasn't really wanting to, you know, work for a large corporation, um, which is kind of like where the degree kind of mostly funneled people. Um, so really, I, I was just kind of like looking for, for work at a place that I was really interested in, in being. Um, and yeah, like the company that I, I work for now, I'm just like a, a super fan. So it's just like really awesome to be involved with them in any way. Um, and yeah, the, the job like bookkeeping and, and doing the other administrative tasks, it's kind of like something that I'm, I think, fairly good at. So it's just a good way for me to um, like be involved with, with really cool people doing really cool stuff. Um, and then also I think like maintain my soul rather than working in like a big shop somewhere so yeah because yeah. i know there's definitely a lot of people that would find an interest in doing like freelance service almost instead of working for a firm where you're at you're actually mm -hmm. able to travel around to different places mm -hmm. while still having a job and doing mm -hmm. it fully mm -hmm. on your laptop i think mm -hmm. a lot of people find that very interesting yeah it's definitely cool um and there's there's i guess like limitations too and like this is the first time i've done any like longer term working remotely. Um, and so we're just kind of like figuring out how that all, all works. But yeah, I mean, when I'm there, even I do all the work on my laptop, like I might need to print something out and, you know, like interact with people, but um, it's all, it's all kind of contained on my computer. So the overwhelming majority of the things I do, um, if we can communicate by email is doable from, from, pretty much anywhere with an internet connection. So. so moving into like your next, I guess one of your other interests is running. So you do have a marathon coming up, I believe. It's about 50 miles in Minnesota. Maybe if you wanna yeah. kind of expand on to like what, what I kind of said generally. Of course, yeah. So I'm running uh, the Minnesota Voyager at the, I, can, I keep on thinking of it as the end of the summer. It's not quite the end of the summer, but it's the end of July. Um, and yeah, it's a 50 mile, um, ultra marathon um, from Carlton to Duluth and back, um, covering some of the trails around here through like Jay Cook State Park, um, and like it's on like the Superior Hiking Trail a little bit, and then some cross country ski trail, gravelly dirt road stuff. Um, it's a pretty cool course. I've checked out almost all of it by now, um, just in little sections. Um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to, to pick a race that was relatively accessible from Chicago um, for a, a kind of focus race. Um, there's a lot of cool history at the Voyager. Um, and yeah, it just seems like a, a really fun one, so. So kind of like yeah. made you wanna start like getting into running more, like do marathons, all that. Yeah, so I, I started running actually in like sixth grade probably um, my mom did like 5ks and stuff so um, she brought me along and I, I really enjoyed that and I did like cross country in middle school and high school um, and then I didn't run competitively after that um, and 
yeah, so kind of in between after after school, I've done some traveling and um, a lot of hiking and bike touring. Um, and I, I really enjoy just spending all day outside moving. Um, but you can't really do that and live in one place. So um, because I don't want to always be traveling, doing something like training for an ultra marathon is, is a really good way to get outside a lot, get my blood moving through my body and um, yeah, be able to sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. So. so how do you like train for that type of, I guess, extensive marathon? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's actually, it's not too different for me at this level, I guess, um, which is not a particularly high level um, from training for a marathon, I don't think. Um, there's a little bit less emphasis on speed, but I'm personally not very fast, so I still kind of am doing some of the things to maintain speed, even though it's relatively not actually much speed, um, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, in terms of volume, it's about about the same as what I would be doing for a marathon. Definitely, if you look at like elite marathoners and elite ultra marathoners, um, you know, the volume isn't drastically different. Um, it's really just running on trails more so, running probably a little bit slower because you're on the trails. Um, and then, yeah, there's just more focus on like strength and endurance versus like leg speed and, and quickness in general. And then what's the other like longest marathon you've ran other than this one that you're running? Yeah, I've done one other 50 mile race. It was the, the North Face Endurance Challenge in Wisconsin. That was last September. Okay. Um, so I've, I've gone the distance. <clears throat> I've also hiked 50 miles in a day. Um, that was the first time I moved 50 miles in one day. It was like hiking. Um, and that was kind of like proof of concept for ultra running. It's like, well, if I can walk 50 miles in, in like a reasonable amount of time with a heavy pack on, I'm sure I can run 50 miles and not hate myself afterwards. So, so like, yeah. because it's that long, like what keeps you going? Like, just cause it's like 50 miles. If I were to run that, I'd, I definitely struggle, but like what keeps you going for yeah. like that, that distance? Yeah, I don't know, I can't remember who said it, but there's a, a saying that it, it never always gets worse, um, which essentially is at, at some point it will, it will get better. Um, and there, yeah, I mean, over the course of a longer race, there's definitely kind of guaranteed low points. Um, but yeah, you've got you've to enjoy it and kind of like, Part of the fun of it is is going to semi low points and and kind of riding them out and like suffering a little bit. Um, I've been so far pretty lucky. I haven't had any like terrible experiences in any of the the races I've done. Um, but I'm also a pretty conservative racer. So then I finish and and wonder maybe I should have had some terrible experiences during it. So um, yeah, it's really it's. It's a hard thing to describe. I'd say you've just gotta, you've just gotta try it. And like, for me, running just like feels good. So even if I'm just kind of like plodding along and you just kind of almost like, just like like the struggle of like, yeah, exactly. Like I can I can be having a bad run and then like overall be enjoying myself. I guess like the the context of it. Um, 
Like, there's not a lot of things I would, I would rather be doing than running around in the woods. So, yeah. And then, so the last topic I guess I kind of just want to talk about is you're actually vegan and you've been vegan for about two years now. And I mm -hmm. guess one way I found out about this is you're just kind of like making, you weren't really incorporating meat kind of into your diet. And I was mm -hmm. kind of thinking, oh, is you know, Connor might be vegan. And I mm -hmm. kind of, I guess I didn't really realize this because you do run marathons and that mm -hmm. is very taxing on your body. So mm -hmm. I guess how, how long have you exactly been like being vegan? Mm -hmm. And then like, why, why did you choose to yeah. choose this lifestyle? Yeah. So I think, I know I said two years, I was thinking about that. I think it's actually like almost three years. Almost three? Okay. Um, I can't remember exactly what month, but I want to say like in maybe August, it'll be three years. Um, long enough, I guess, that I, I feel like I'm, I don't, I don't miss anything anymore. Um, I definitely, so I've been vegetarian before that. Um, and the reason that I stayed vegetarian was because I felt really good when I initially switched to being vegetarian. I just, I felt like I had a lot of energy. I, I felt kind of like so do you, did you burdened. notice like a big difference after it, changing from that? There was like a, I mean, it lasted like a couple of weeks where I felt really good. And then things just kind of felt like normal. But I, I think that maybe like a little bit elevated. Um, I, you know, in, in some ways, I guess it's a way to ensure that I eat a nutritional diet. Um, I, I try to like incorporate a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables into what I eat or frozen or whatever, but fruit and vegetables, um, where on a different diet, you know, even when I was vegetarian, I would eat like quesadillas for like every meal. And that's, you know, you don't want to live off of just cheese. So, um, yeah, I think by removing some of those options that in my mind, this is debatable, I guess, aren't necessarily as healthy, um, just kind of forces you towards better foods. Um, and I, yeah, I find that I just like, I feel really good after um, like eating a, a nutritious meal and, and something that isn't heavy. There was actually one person that I, I worked with when I was living in Portland. His, his, he was also vegan and his philosophy on food, I guess, was that he wouldn't want to eat anything that made him feel like he couldn't run after he ate. So he always wanted to eat like lighter foods, I guess. Um, so we'd have like smoothies and like chili and stuff like that. Um, but like avoid a big greasy, like fake burger kind of thing. Um, just cause that's not going to make you feel fit, I guess. So yeah. what's your, what's your like most, I guess, what would you say is your most favorite, like vegan type of meal that you would make? Ooh. That's a good question. I'm a sucker for the Guardian. I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, but they have meatless meatballs that, yeah, just making some spaghetti with meatballs. Okay. It's just like homey, I guess. Um, feels really good. That's a really good example of a not super nutritious <laughs> meal. But like, like I said, I kind of default to not as healthy stuff if I'm not paying attention. So I, I try not to have that like, too much but I do eat a lot of spaghetti so what's like the biggest struggle you've 
ran into kind of like not trying to eat meat and everything mm-hmm. and still trying to pursue being a vegan without mm-hmm. like any other conflicts. Yeah, I think just like there's sometimes when you have to kind of sacrifice control if you're like going out to eat with like a larger group or something like that. Um, and, or like if you're traveling to somewhere that isn't as like, you know, in any big city you can find vegan food really easily. Um, but if you go to smaller places, you know, if there's not a lot of vegans there, there's not gonna be like a restaurant that has vegan options. So you just have to kind of like, Hope, ask them what they fry their potatoes in and eat potatoes and stuff like that. Um, you know, you can kind of work around it, but there are times where you, you might be traveling and want something and not be able to get it. Um, but it's not too bad. You know, there's always kind of like a reasonable alternative, I find, so far. So yeah. overall, you're enjoying yeah. it and don't, oh, yeah. really have a, don't really have a plan to go back, I guess? No, not at all. I feel... I mean, I, I feel healthy. Um, I definitely, I think I hit all my macronutrients with, with ease and the, you know, I could probably afford to eat more leafy greens, but I think everyone could probably afford to eat more leafy greens. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, you know, it's, it's working for me. Um, and I think it's just kind of, if I, if I can do something that feels healthier for me and has a little bit of a smaller impact on the planet, I just don't see why not, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then to finish it off, I just have three questions. Yeah. I'm going to be asking these three questions for the rest of the podcast that I do do. Cool. So the first one is, if you could go camping for a week with three people, alive or dead, who would those three people be and why? Oh, that's hard. Oh man, that's a really good one. Um, hmm. Well, I would definitely bring my partner, Toast. Um, I would, let's see, who would we go with? That leaves two people. Oh man. Let's be topical. Let's go with Beyonce and Jay-Z. I feel like that would be, they just put out their album. That would be interesting. I don't know if they'd like camping. No, I don't think they would. <laughs> but we could do like some like crazy glamping. They'll fund it. Oh, It'll be fun. fun. Yeah, let's so, do that. So I guess why you say Toast, the first one? Yeah, that's, uh, that's my partner's trail name. Okay, um, why, why so, would you uh, bring him along? So it's a, it's a she. Um, a she. She's a she. Um, but... I don't know. I like camping with her. Um, it's kind of like one of the things that we enjoy doing together. So yeah, I feel like I, I would want to share that experience with her. She's also a big fan of Beyonce. So yeah. And then just Beyonce and Jay Z just to jazz things up, I guess. A little yeah. Bit. I mean, I feel like if I could if I could arrange a camping trip with Beyonce and Jay Z, I feel like I would I would win a lot of points. Um, so it'd be fun. And then moving into the next question. <laughs> If you could explore one place in the entire world, where would that be, and why would you go there? Ooh, one place in the entire world. If I had to pick today, I'd probably go to the Grand Canyon, um, and the answer might change 
after having been to the Grand Canyon and exploring it thoroughly. I probably want to go somewhere else. But yeah, right now, Grand Canyon. Is there any reason for that just to... I've never been to the Grand Canyon itself and the Southwest is just like I suppose it's one of those landmarks um, that almost it seems like mm-hmm. people, people really do want to go and see there. Most mm-hmm. people probably have maybe. Yeah. But. yeah, I think it would be fun to like do like a rim to rim hike or even like do the Arizona Trail and which I believe goes through it, the canyon. Um, just to like, yeah, just like walk through that landscape. Um, I think that'd be pretty rad. Yeah. And the last question is, if there's one piece of advice you could give to anyone listening, what would it be? Ooh. Just try it. Whatever you're thinking about, just, you know, just try it. Think about like how you'd feel if, if it didn't work out and, um, what the upsides are and then like what's the worst thing that could happen like yeah I guess that advice has its limitations don't jump off of the roof but um, <laughs> but yeah just kind of take a take a leap of faith and, and go for it um, yeah if you're well-intentioned hopefully things will work out yeah all right Connor thank you very much for being on the podcast yeah thank you it's been fun